Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by tourtips.com. The online golf betting resource. Tourtip subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com. The online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Ryder Cup betting podcast, the golf betting podcast, and looks a little bit grim for the Europeans at the moment. 6-2 down after day number one, going into day two with all to do. The Americans having their biggest lead at this stage, I think, ever in the Ryder Cup. Joining me to talk about that and looking ahead to day two and the best bets that we can find, it's Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. It went pretty terribly for Europe yesterday although it went pretty well for us though didn't it with our um, bets well this is what we were talking about wasn't it wanting Europe to do well but your bets were all pro-American and the bets won um, 3-1 they won the uh, first singles obviously ahead after day one as well that bet day ahead after day one two and three looks in pretty uh, solid form as well because I, I, I don't know about you but every time a, a pairing stepped onto that first tee yesterday you were thinking blimey Europe are up against it the Americans got a very strong side haven't they they have and it, it kind of played out so we, we we tipped america to win that session at 11 to 8 which now looks just a you know a bit of a steal you know I, I, that one was fair enough obviously getting the scoreline right there's some luck there but we we, we got that at seven to two the three one scoreline i mean you effectively got it right twice yesterday it was three one both sessions wasn't it <laughs> yeah i guess so it's one of those ones, isn't it? You, I think if you listen back individually, I didn't call it right on each game, but I had this kind of overall sense that America would would dominant and would get would get that winning margin. Yeah, and I, I 
to be honest, I, when I woke up this morning, I wasn't sure whether we'd have the foursomes, but they obviously were released last night after we'd gone to bed. So that so the foursome pairings are known. So we can have a, a few bets as well today. We can indeed. Before we get into that, um, just a quick word on that Bryson shampoo drive. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of watching that live and I was thinking, where's he aiming? He's aiming at the crowd. Is he going to try and take them out? And he, he basically cut the corner off. I mean, they called it a 417-yard drive. He absolutely bombed it down there, just left himself a a half wedge into the green for an eagle. Yeah, I know. Well, fancy making an eagle like that where you just flick a little <laughs> half shot in there and then hold the putt. Extraordinary. He's been brilliant, hasn't he, really, for the yeah. for this Ryder Cup? I think in individual play, he'd become this slight sort of, I don't know, figure of fun where people have a go at him. But I think in this environment, he brings a lot to it, doesn't he? So it's it's been fun watching Bryson kind of get the crowds back with him. There's one thing for sure, he's a competitor, isn't he? Just one question on that drive, though. They said it was 417 yards, but it doglegs way left and then comes back round again. Does the, the full yardage for that hole, is that including the dogleg or is it as the crow flies from um, tee to green? Um, it must be as the crow flies. So it was a bona fide for 17 yards then? I think so. It got some bounce down the fairway, didn't it? So, you know, he landed it, I don't know, 300 and lots down the fairway. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just a shot that none of us watching that, even the professionals watching that, nobody can do that. It's only he is really capable of doing something like that, isn't he? It caught Nick Doherty out, didn't it, in commentary. He just sort of couldn't believe what he was seeing. But he caught the cameraman out. He was kind of like, yeah. he, he'd, he'd focused on some part of the fairway where he thought, well, that's probably reasonable where, they, where it lands. And now to pan about 100 yards to his left, and he? To try and catch the ball. It was just absolutely ridiculous. McElroy looks a little bit subdued, doesn't he? And the Europeans struggling. Let's get into the uh, the foursomes for the uh, second morning. Um, I've got them here in front of me. Do you want to read them out, Dave? I will. Uh, so we were underway again at 13.05, 1.05 UK time. He had to go big, didn't he, with his first game again, Harrington. So he sent out Ram and Garcia, the, the only uh, person to actually win a match yesterday. Of the eight matches, that was the only win. Uh, so they're up against Kepka and Berger. 13.21, got Casey and Hatton against Dustin Johnston and Colin Morikawa. 1337, we've got uh, the Continental Europe duo of Victor Hovland and Burton Biesberger against Thomas and Spieth. And then we've got an English duo, Westwood and Fitzpatrick against Shuffle and Cantley at 1353. The only surprise for me from the European side is not to see Tommy Fleetwood out there because I thought he played well and he's a competitor too. But um, John Rahm played two matches yesterday, one and a half points. He's by far the leading light for the Europeans so far, and along with Sergio getting the Europeans. Well, Padre will be hoping off to a winning start there. But it, you know, 6-2 down, they need a monumental day today don't they to stay in contention yeah i was, I was looking back through uh, history and to be honest you don't really get this scoreline on day one you get lots of five threes the last four have been uh, one team has been five three ahead uh, five of the last six someone's been five three ahead so you, you've got to go back to to 1999 to get the last six two the good news for europe there is it on that occasion it was europe winning six two and they lost Okay, so it can be overturned. There is an omen. Then there is an omen. The Ryder Cup overall, USA are now one to eight to yeah. lift the uh, the little uh, gold trophy. Europe are as big as ten to one, which seems to be actually too short. Um, ten to one for that, and the draw twenty two to one. Where are you going to take me though in terms of the betting um, ahead of day two? Yeah, so we'll we'll focus on these day two foursomes then. Um, so my bet of the day um, is going to be Ram and Garcia to beat. Kepka and Berger. It's 11 to 10 odds against. I think that's more than fair. I think Ram is... I, I was sort of a, a bit guilty of thinking Ram had it 
to prove in the Ryder Cup. He'd only, he'd only played one and it hadn't gone brilliantly, but he's just the man, isn't he? He's put in, he's been superb on the first two days. He's absolutely got it by the by the scruff of the neck this this tournament. And it's just a shame that his teammates can't go with him. But he, he walks around like he, he he actually believes that he's world number one, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got the air to him. He's holding putts at the right time. And then, He's kind of inspiring others. So him and Garcia were great. And then I mean, you, you said to me yesterday that you weren't sure that the two Spaniards got on very well, but they, they seemed to build a bit of chemistry as that round um, yeah, they, went through yesterday. They did. And this, you know, that, that absolutely hands up there. I, I wasn't completely sure that they would work, but, you know, they now look like a bona fide pairing for many Ryder Cups. And obviously Sergio's getting on a bit, but he could maybe play another one or two. I think um, they'll, they'll wheel Sergio out in 50 years the way he played. <laughs> yeah, so 11 to 10, I think, is a great bet. I, I mean, w- with Ram, you know, he's playing inspirational golf. And even though it was Hatton who got them the half point last night, it was he almost felt like it was because he had Ram next to him that Hatton felt lifted to, to do that. So I, I, I think Ram and Garcia, here's an interesting stat, um, talking about Spaniards. So in Ryder Cup history, when two Spaniards have been paired together, they've won 71% of their matches. Well, why, why don't they just name a 12 of Spain as Spaniards? <laughs> yeah, I have a forward. feeling it's because those Spaniards were pretty good Spaniards. <laughs> the likes of Alathabel, Palesteros, Garcia and Ram. Yeah. Not, not, not bad, are they? Yeah, so, you know, put two Spaniards together and uh, magic happens. So I don't think Kepka and Berger were particularly amazing yesterday. So I think Ram and Garcia can win that. And 11 to 10, I'm... I'm really on that price. I think it's yeah. great. I did notice as well that two of the other three foursomes are also uh, one nation. So we've got an English pair, Casey and Hatton against DJ, Dustin Johnson and Morikar. We've also got Westwood and Fitzpatrick against Shafflet and Cantlay. Um, historically, 55% winning. When two Englishmen have paired together, they, they've won 18 points out of 33, which is 55%. So that kind of is good. It's the right side of halfway. So. I'm thinking maybe we could nick a point there somewhere out of those two. And then Hovland Beesberger, they're going to have all to do against Thomas and Speed. Again, it's one of these ones. I've have an overall feeling. I don't want to get too sort of specific about the other three games, but I think this could end in a two-two tie this session. I mean, Hovland of Wiesberg had a decent day yesterday, didn't they? Hatton did. um, came out and he he hit the ground running as well. So there is kind of if you're trying to clutch at straws, there are a few straws there, aren't there? I think so, but you know you still got to remember that the might of the Americans and oh, the Americans were just good across the board and they, they were able to sort of mix and match the partnerships and rest a few. But I think the draw in this session at three to one. At William Hill and bet three six five the two two draw that that's kind of my bonus bet the main bet being Garcia and and Ram to win but I think yeah you could kind of hold that deficit to four and then they'd go into the four balls at eight four and then, you know if they could win those three one maybe what was the deficit that Europe would feel they they could still win if they if they come into the into Sunday the singles on Sunday a certain number of points behind yeah what's, I, what's the most they can be behind to actually have a chance I think. Uh, Harrington will be looking to win today's um, today's matches five three overall. Uh, that would narrow the gap to ten eight, and then suddenly it's kind of on, isn't it? A little bit. It's kind of they're within striking distance. You know, the singles is going to be hard with all the Americans seemingly 
Your, your, your maths is terrible. That would be, right. be, be 9 7. Yeah, so 9 7. So it's uh, early in the morning, listeners, on, it, very on, early on the morning, Saturday. It? And the late night. I got the two point deficit right, though, at least. <laughs> yeah. so, and, do you, yeah. and do you think that would be possible if, if we came to record tomorrow and you were just the two points behind? I say just the two points behind, but if that was the deficit, would, would you be thinking they had a chance in that? That situation it's a chance isn't it i don't know what sort of chance if you go back to that 1999 game when europe was six two ahead but lost the way that one unfolded uh on saturday it was a 2-2 draw which is maybe a good omen uh, so then that became 8-4 going into the four the afternoon games and then it was 2-2 again so so that that rider cup it was actually 10-6 Europe were leading going into the to the singles and Europe and and the USA turned it around. But obviously the USA were the home team that on that occasion. And and historically, I mean that this is basically off the top of my head. I've got no stats to back this up, but it always seems to me that the US turn it on in the singles. That's when Europe struggled because it's the team element that seems to create the European surge on the first couple of days and the US play better in the singles. Would that be right in saying so the US if they yeah, go into I'd... the singles with a lead, that would be pretty ominous. That's uh, a bit of a myth, that one, I think. Oh, is it? If you go down, okay. yeah, and if you, if you go to 2012, for example, when Europe were were struggling badly, uh, Europe won the singles eight and a half, three and a half that year. Okay, oh wow, so, you know, and America had some fantastic individual players. So um, the, yeah, don't rule them out. The, the the problem with with going off the 1999 one was that Mark James had kind of hidden loads of his players away who hadn't even played by the final day. It kind of squeezed everything out of his big guns by playing them all of them twice on day two. Got them into a 10-6 lead, but then he brought in these sort of cold players who'd already played and then it kind of told in the singles. It's very different this time because Stricker's able to to just kind of give everyone a go like he did yesterday. Uh, so I don't think there'll be too many uh, sort of tired uh, Americans plus you know, the lift of the crowd. So I, I expect hmm, overall today, I mean, I'm going for a draw in the first session I think it, I wouldn't be that surprised if it if it if the gap stayed at four. But I hope so. What what we don't want to see as 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 fans, not just European fans, I think any fan, we don't want to see a complete one sided walkover. No, it takes away from the spectacle of the yeah, whole thing, so doesn't I it? If that's the case, it's almost ten six. Is that ten six to America? Is is the, is the very kind of. You can't get if it's worse than that. This could be awful on Sunday. I mean, if, if it was a, if it was a four point deficit, then Padre sticks John Rahm up first, doesn't he? And yeah. he puts his big guns out first, and hopefully tries to turn yeah. the, the top end of that uh, um, the, the final round blue at the, at the start and inspire the rest of them. That would be the plan for him. Um, I mean, I mentioned the European price at ten to one to lift the trophy. Um, that seems a remarkably short for me, considering what they're up against at the moment. But could you any of your pounds in your little purse? Put them on that at ten to one. Can you see no. any? No, it, it just it doesn't seem a big enough price. That does it? No, I'd, I'd rather um, pick out a correct scoreline. I think at, at those sort of odds. Yeah. If you want a, a quick flavour of them, I think sixteen twelve was was my prediction um, at the start. That's sort of nine to one now. Um, you can get fifteen thirteen, which would be a very good European fight. But that's twelves. But the, there's bigger score lines like America eighteen ten. That's sixteen to one. 17 and a half, 10 and a half, that's a big price as well. So, yeah, it's just don't repeat yesterday. I mean, that would be horrendous, wouldn't it, if they won 6 2 again and with 12 4 ahead. Is that right? My maths right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got that one right. You passed yeah. that. Second uh, exam. So, yeah, so I think bare minimum, absolute, absolute bare minimum is that Europe half today and it's it's 9 7 going into the singles. I think Harrington will think if I can. No, that's wrong again, isn't it? If Europe half today, it'll be. 
10-6 going to the singles. If Harrington gets his 5-3 winning, obviously he'll want 8-0 ideally, but if, I think if he if he says to them, look, if we can get out of here 5-3 today, win this 5-3, 9-7 you are within touching distance, but I'm speaking there as a kind of optimistic European. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I am hoping that that is the case, but I just can't see. I just think this US team looks remarkably strong and the, the dynamic on the course of the... You know, 99% American crowd, um, very vociferous, um, booing at the start, which I didn't think was very good, but seemed to calm down as the day went on. Um, yeah. It does seem to be stacked up as the for the US to, to romp home, I think, in this Ryder Cup. That'll be my fear, and I think it might be quite one-sided. But, I mean, the bets we're going to go for, Dave, um, just to round off, we've got uh, John Rahm and Sergio Garcia. They're out uh, first against uh, Kopka and Berger. Um, 11 to 10 for the Spaniards to take that one. And then two all for the foursomes this morning. Um, it's a three-to-one shot, and uh, that is uh, there. Dave's best bets ahead of day number two. Dave Tyndall, sit back, enjoy the golf, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Yeah, cheers, James. Enjoy it. Let's hope uh, we get a bit more of a fight from Europe today. Keep it tight somehow. Indeed. Enjoy it out there, everybody. The Ryder Cup is special regardless of what the score is, and uh, good luck with all of your bets as well. Gamble responsibly, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. BetBytes Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport BetBytes podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.